Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Christ Over Crypto, where earthly investments become heavenly treasures. I'm your host, Frank Turner. And on Christ Over Crypto, our message is about stewardship of God's resources so that they don't become our master, but allow us to honor and glorify our heavenly father. On today's episode, Feast or Famine, we'll be talking about the importance of sowing during the bountiful seasons so you can reap a harvest during the barren ones. We'll also be looking at the recent fluctuations in the price of cryptocurrency and why you shouldn't be concerned. But before we get into all of that, we're going to pause a minute for our intro, hear a word from one of our sponsors, and then we'll be right back after the break. Everybody listen up, I'ma let you know that it's all about Christ over crypto. You should invest, but still be responsible. And remember that it's Christ over crypto, yeah. And money shouldn't be your master. Verse 24, Matthew, the sixth chapter. Serving God is the only thing that I'm after. Tell the devil back up when I get my stacks up. This is not about greed, I just wanna be a better me. Use my resources to build up a legacy. I don't wanna be dead broke when I'm 70. Christ over crypto, and it's really helping me, yeah. Christ over crypto, come on, hey. Christ over crypto, yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Bitcoin Legendary. New to cryptocurrency? Curious on how to buy and sell Bitcoin? Visit ebook.christovercrypto.com for your free copy of Bitcoin Legendary. This ebook gives you a step-by-step guide on how to invest in Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies safely and securely. Okay, we're going to have a scripture reading. Genesis chapter 41, verses 16 through 30, verses 47 through 49, and verses 53 and 54. And when we come out of that reading, we will have a word to talk about. So see you on the other side of the scripture reading. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Behold, in my dream I was standing on the banks of the Nile. Seven cows, plump and attractive, came up out of the Nile and fed in the reed grass. Seven other cows came up after them, poor and very ugly and thin, such as I had never seen in all the land of Egypt. And the thin, ugly cows ate up the first seven plump cows. But when they had eaten them, no one would have known that they had eaten them, for they were still as ugly as at the beginning. Then I awoke. I also saw in my dream seven ears growing on one stalk, full and good. Seven ears, withered, thin, and blighted by the east wind, sprouted after them, and the thin ears swallowed up the seven good ears. And I told it to the magicians, but there was no one who could explain it to me. Then Joseph said to Pharaoh, The dreams of Pharaoh are one. God has revealed to Pharaoh what he is about to do. The seven good cows are seven years, and the seven good ears are seven years. The dreams are one. The seven lean and ugly cows that came up after them are seven years, and the seven empty ears blighted by the east wind are also seven years of famine. It is as I told Pharaoh. God has shown to Pharaoh what he is about to do. There will come seven years of great plenty throughout all the land of Egypt, But after them there will arise seven years of famine, and all the plenty will be forgotten in the land of Egypt. The famine will consume the land, and the plenty will be unknown in the land by reason of the famine that will follow, for it will be very severe. And the doubling of Pharaoh's dream means that the thing is fixed by God, and God will shortly bring it about. Now therefore let Pharaoh select a discerning and wise man, and set him over the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh proceed to appoint overseers over the land and take one-fifth of the produce of the land of Egypt 
during the seven plentiful years. And let them gather all the food of these good years that are coming, and store up grain under the authority of Pharaoh for food in the cities, and let them keep it. That food shall be a reserve for the land against the seven years of famine that are to occur in the land of Egypt, so that the land may not perish through the famine. During the seven plentiful years the earth produced abundantly, and he gathered up all the food of these seven years which occurred in the land of Egypt, and put the food in the cities. He put in every city the food from the fields around it. And Joseph stored up grain in great abundance, like the sand of the sea, until he ceased to measure it, for it could not be measured. The seven years of plenty that occurred in the land of Egypt came to an end, and the seven years of famine began to come, as Joseph had said. There was famine in all lands, but in all the land of Egypt there was bread. Man, that was quite a scripture reading, Genesis chapter 41. Um, you know, that, that is such an, a great illustration of what goes on in life. And, and uh, you know, one of the things I, I just want to jump right into is, you know, Pharaoh, he had those dreams. He had the two dreams um, about about the famine coming. And then, uh, you know, Joseph interpreted his dreams. And, and of course, they harvested, you know, during the years of plenty. And then they, they reaped the benefit. And, and obviously then in Egypt, there was only there was food in Egypt and the rest of the land, there was nothing. I guess the thing to understand about that is sometimes, you know, if you're listening to this and you say, well, I don't necessarily believe in God or I don't, you know, know if I believe in God or believe in Jesus or those things. Or I'm not religious. Um, there, the seasons and cycles of feast and famine is not a uh, religious thing, so to speak. I don't even want to get into, say, religion because I, I want to focus on God's kingdom. But just just to not belabor that point is if it doesn't matter what you believe in. There are seasons of feast and famine and that, that go on in your life. And so the question is, are you going to ignore the signs of it? And I think we all have things in our lives where we we're in, we know when there's there seasons of plenty. Like we're like, man, things are going really good. And a lot of times what we do is we ignore the fact that we say, oh, you know, this is not going to end. And we don't store up um, so that we have a harvest for later. Um, you know, and, and, and I want to get into, you know, a lot of people are going to say, well, is, is this money? You know, what does that just mean? It, this could be anything. Um, obviously uh, on this podcast, you know, Christ over crypto, you can listen to this episode or any episode on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google play. Um, you know, while we focus on investing here and you think money, it doesn't have to be money. That is, is it could be your marriage. It could be, you know, your business your prayer life, family time, those are things you need to put extra into during plentiful seasons when you're feeling good because you're going to go through famine seasons and you're going to need that. And a lot of times, you know, a lot of our problems come because when a dry season hits, we don't have any extra stored up. You know, there is there was a study done not too long ago, and I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but I know they surveyed a few a few thousand Americans and they said, if they had an emergency of more than $1,500, it would pretty much break them. They would have to either use a credit card or go into some kind of debt. And that's pretty scary because, you know, not 15000 1500 And we all know that $1,500 could come up. It could be a medical expense. It could be a car expense. It could be anything. That That's not a terribly large amount of money. But yet people um, are not able to uh, sustain themselves during that. And then and that tells you that the average person... Um, you know, certainly speaking, just for America, 
is not prepared for the for the dry seasons for the famine seasons you know it's it's one of those kind of things where um you you the, the whole point when you read you hear about the description we heard you have to act on it so pharaoh had a dream it bugged him out and, and that's the thing too right when you when you have that feeling don't ignore it you know if, if you believe in God, go to God and say, and if you don't believe in God, say, God, what does that mean? Like, what, what do I need to invest in now? Ask him. He will show you. He will show you. And, you know, Pharaoh did not know. He brought his, you know, counsel, his, you know, everybody in, his, and, and they couldn't interpret it. And so, of course, you know, they, they eventually brought in Joseph, and he interpreted the dream correctly. And once he interpreted the dream, Pharaoh didn't say, well, I'm not sure if I believe in God. He just said, man, we need to focus and, you know, get this, you know, harvest going during this plentiful season. And so I think that's what I would recommend is that you focus on what once you once you hear from God, once you hear what that season is, that you start storing up because we all go through those dry seasons, whether it be, like I said before, marriage, your your finances, if you have a business, relationships with family, spending time with family. Like, for example, let's say, um, you know, you have you spent you've been spending a lot of time with your family. Continue to do that. Don't just say, "Well, I spent last week with them." Spend as much time as you can as possible because you don't know when the season's going to come and you can't travel and you can't see them, right? So, you know, it's not just limited to money. I know we look at money and say, "Oh, you know, if you have a financial emergency, you want to have money," and that's very important. I mean, that is important. If you're making a lot of money, you have a good job now. Don't be spending it all. Don't go on these lavish vacations and buy the most expensive house or car you can. Leave some to the side. Start budgeting have a budget you you have to have a budget but um all your relationships you and anything you're you're you have in abundance now you need to be sowing into it so that if if, when, when the when the famine hits you are able to survive those seasons you know marriage i brought that up the same way you know everybody hits that groove sometimes you hit a groove when you're married you know you're vibing everything is going great your you know intimacy your relationship with your kids, if you have them, is going great. You're just spending time with each other. You're listening to each other. And then they go through seasons where nothing is going right. You know, you can't connect, you know, intimately. You can't, um, you know, you can't control your kids. You have problems with your kids. You have problems with just communicating with each other. You both have problems with your job. And if, and if you haven't stored up and built up that goodwill, that, um, you know, sowing during that season, you don't have anything to reap from. You know, because that allows you to to go through these tough times and say, you know what, going through a little bit of a hard time now, but my my wife, my husband, totally worth it because I know that you know we have something great that that we're able to you know draw from because because we had you know those seasons where we we really really sewed into each other and I know we have something real. So I just encourage you as you listen to this to take inventory of areas in your life where you have plentiful um, and, and, to, and to sow into it during the season so that you can reap um, when, the, when the barren season comes, so that you have that extra. So you can say, oh, you know what? We have um, that extra and we're not going to be broken by it. Because if you, you know, without those investments, that's, they you know, without Egypt having done, I mean, without, the, without you know, Joseph having done um, what he did as far as, you know, reaping, um, and sowing during those seven years, they, the whole land would have been wiped out. They were the only people 
in, in Egypt that had food. They were the only people that could sustain the whole the whole land. So, you know, sometimes you're even um, doing sowing um, into into a bountiful season for somebody else too. That's something else to keep in mind as well. I want to touch on sometimes it's not just for you. Sometimes you sow into your marriage during a, um, a plentiful season so that during someone else's dry season, you can say, hey, you know what? I've got something I can share with you. Or even financially, you know, people are going through a hard time and because you manage your money a certain way, you say, you know what? I've got that. I'll pay that off for you. I'll pay that. You know, I'll pay your mortgage this month. I'll pay your child's daycare this month. Those are things that can happen when you look at your um, investments. And you have to remember, we are stewards of all things that we have. We Nothing we have is our own. Um, as as we live in the kingdom, now everything we have, God owns, including you know our lives, our marriages, everything, our businesses. So these are things that we have to steward over wisely, um, and, and and these are things you do during these uh, different seasons um, of feast and famine to manage manage through that. So I, I really hope that you got something out of it. You got some ideas on you know maybe what what season you're in, and if even if you're in a dry season now and you have not and you don't have anything to pull from. You know, God will still sustain you, but I just, I just encourage you to to evaluate where you are, and 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 that way, if you are in a, like I said, in a in a dry season, and you don't have anything to really pull from. Take note and remember after you come out of the season and you and you come into the next season of plenty, to remember that you need to, you know, sow in these and sow and reap in these bountiful seasons, so that when the barren ones come, you have a harvest. That you can you can fall back on. So I just want to encourage you guys to do that. I hope you got. Um, I hope you got encouraged by this. And um, God bless. We're gonna jump into a part of my fiat segment. Uh, have a little fun here with the price of cryptocurrency. That's a big news. A lot of people are talking about it, spreading what we call a lot of fud, fear, uncertainty, and doubt. But I'm here to give tell you um, why you should not be as concerned as the pundits are telling you. So check out the segment on the other side of the break. Excuse me, chap. I can barely make out what you're saying. Pardon my fear. I only speak crypto. Pardon my fiat. Cryptocurrency news and updates. All right. Welcome to the cryptocurrency news and updates portion of the program. Also known as Pardon My Fiat. I want to encourage you before we get started in the segment to check out the merchandise we have available um, with Pardon My Fiat logo as well as Chrysler or Crypto. Uh, that's pr- pretty cool t-shirts and, and stuff that you can rock uh, if you support the show. So I, I encourage you to check out those links on the homepage of ChristRollCrypto.com where you can check out merchandise. And also you can listen to this podcast or any other podcast on iTunes. Uh, I encourage you to subscribe there as well. Uh, also on Stitcher, Google Play, uh, and Podbean. So now that... You know, there's a, there's been a lot of talk, a lot of news around cryptocurrency. It's it's getting more news, and you know, for those of you who have have been following, or, or maybe you're not even sure what cryptocurrency is, and you're just like, what are you talking about? So right now, the current price of Bitcoin is about say sixty five hundred dollars, something around somewhere around there. Now, at one point, uh, you know, last year in December, uh, it was twenty thousand dollars. So you're talking about a near seventy percent drop off in the price since then. And so a lot of people are saying, hey, is Bitcoin dead? Is it over? Um, and, and I say, when I say cryptos and Bitcoin, I mix them together. I, I don't do that on purpose as much as right now, the way the market is set up in cryptocurrency, Bitcoin is dictating a lot of the price. So I, when I use Bitcoin in these examples, I'm also 
including other cryptocurrencies like Litecoin or Digibyte or TRX or you know there's different ones for those of you guys who are really familiar with the crypto stuff you know you can you can just so you understand what I'm saying but for those of you who are just novice um, and don't really know anything about the market just understand that I'm kind of using Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies um, interchangeably in this segment a little bit because they, they're kind of tied together as far as how the market is actually revolving. I don't necessarily think long term that will be the case, but just as an example right now, just why I'm doing it like that. So going back, you know, Bitcoin's had near 70% drop. And so for most markets and most things, it looks like, well, the, the, the ship has sailed. It's over. There's no need to invest in that. I miss I missed the, you know, mark. Uh, you know, obviously, at one point, you know, in January, I want to say Bitcoin was only around twelve hundred dollars in twenty seventeen. So you're talking about from January twenty seventeen to December twenty seventeen, you're talking about a, a near twenty times jump from a thousand dollar price. That's a huge, huge run up. So when you look at what's going on with the market now, there's a lot of uncertainty, and that certainly has affected the price. But what I look at fundamentally with cryptocurrency or, you know, or Bitcoin in this case is the what what it does, the utility it has hasn't changed, which is there's still the immutable idea. There's still the idea of this immutable ledger uh, called the blockchain. And, and what that means is every transaction that happens is 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 logged and verified and it's not fraudulent. So in all the years Bitcoin's been around, there's never been a fraudulent transaction. It doesn't mean that people haven't used Bitcoin for bad or fraudulent things, but what I'm saying is the very device in which makes it unique, the the blockchain ledger has not fallen prey to any fraud, it has not been hacked. So that's a very key thing as we go forward because what you're going to find out is the blockchain that that immutable ledger of transactions is what a lot of financial industry people banks and other institutions are going to start moving towards because they are like man i really like this idea you know banks spend a great spend billions of dollars every year on on fraud prevention and waste because they know it's going to happen you know but with cryptocurrency or, or in this case bitcoin the ledgers allow for transactions to be how would you say internally verified so that you don't have to have fraud so the concept uh, and, and the beauty of what cryptocurrency is, in, in this case, Bitcoin has not changed fundamentally. So there's still a use case for sending payments to people and, and, and without, without large fees and being able to verify a transaction happen without a third party. So basically a peer-to-peer -peer transaction secure. That is a very, very valuable thing. So when you look at where you know Bitcoin is currently and the rest of the cryptocurrency market, I think now, depending on you know where you are financially, it's still a good time to invest. Now, of course, there are still technical fundamentals that you have to look at when you buy Bitcoin, as far as charts and things, as far as what price to get in and out. Um, you know, we don't do charting, you know, on this podcast necessarily, but there are some resources that I can recommend you if you want to, you know, get a technical analysis of Bitcoin. The resources that I look at when I make decisions, but I, I want you to understand that this is still a time where. You can, you can make a good investment, assuming you you, you, you understand you, what the risk and you can afford to invest. This is not a bad time to invest in cryptocurrency, even though the price has been fluctuating. I think what you've seen is a lot of people who got in at the end of last year who didn't really know they had what you call FOMO, fear of missing out on it. So it kind of ran the price up to an unsustainable level. But the technology and what it represents to me as for, you know, cryptocurrency as far as a peer-to-peer -peer way to, 
you know, ex exchange money or goods on a immutable blockchain ledger, that still exists. And that's still a very valuable thing. And, and, and in the coming years, you'll see what I believe financial institutions, you know, using that kind of technology and also even potentially offering certain cryptocurrencies as, as packages, you know, as investing, like allowing, allowing you to invest in them. Obviously you already have certain things like you can, you can, buy Bitcoin futures on the stock market, things like that. And that's kind of beyond the scope of this conversation. But I think you'll start seeing cryptocurrencies almost being used as financial instruments, maybe exposure to it in a CD, you know, or, or something or, you know, something like that. Obviously not that exact thing, but I just think that don't get scared off by the price. If you were thinking about investing in cryptocurrency, do your research, find find out the amount that you can afford to invest, uh, you know, look, look at um, find the resources, look at the charts, find the right entry point for your investment and make your goal for how much you, you know, how long you want to invest or what you want to gain from it. So I really think there's, there's a lot of, uh, value there. And for me, just my personal opinion, you know, I, I, I hold several cryptocurrencies in my portfolio and I, um, am, am uh, of a certain mind that the future will be, do I know exactly which digital currency it is? No, I, I don't know that. And if I knew that, then, you know, <laughs> It would just be, you know, I don't know that information. I, I wish I did, but I don't. But the point is, I think that being in this space is much is very similar to being in other other emerging technologies. I can give you the example of the World Wide Web. You know, ever ever during the dot com era, you know, certain sites failed, but every site didn't. And the technology and and the idea and infrastructure behind the World Wide Web exists today. Obviously, the dot com era did not kill the World Wide Web. The dot, I mean, dot com bust did not, you know, kill the World Wide Web, but you know, much much as this crash that kind of happened with cryptocurrencies in in December, while that certainly wiped out some of the alternate currencies, um, specifically, you know, some of the smaller smaller coins um, that that are not Bitcoin, that obviously um, spooked some people. But to to just just to recap, kind of what we're saying, I don't believe that what has happened in the past six to seven months as far as the price drop affects the trajectory of where cryptocurrency is going. So I just want to encourage you to, you know, do your due diligence, do your research, pray about it and, and, and find out, you know, which, which coins you want to invest in. Look at, like I said, look at your charts, look at your, I'll put some stuff in the resources of stuff that I uh, look at for, for charting and stuff. And, and I just want to encourage you to just be you know, good stewards, be wise, be understand what you're investing in. And, and, and hopefully, like I said, you'll be able to, um, you know, reap, reap a good harvest from, from this. And like I said, just, uh, I think, I think the future is, is still very bright for it. So I just want to encourage you to at a minimum, take a look at it. And then from there, make your decision. Well, that's it for today, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the show. I hope you got a lot out of it. Uh, whether it be, understanding what you know the price of cryptocurrency or more importantly understanding what season you're in and what it, it means to invest in certain seasons so you can reap uh, in the barren ones hopefully you have a better understanding of what's going on in your life and just just you know setting yourself up for those things uh, i want to encourage you to continue to listen to this podcast if this is your first time thank you for listening if it's not thank you uh i ask that you all subscribe to the podcast you can do that via itunes stitcher Podbean or Google Play podcast. Also, check out our YouTube channel. Exclusive content there, not on our show. 
and be sure to subscribe to our newsletter at ChristOverCrypto.com. I love you guys. I'll see you soon on another episode of Christ Over Crypto. Before we get out of here, I want to give you the chance to make the best investment you can ever make. And that's uh, one in, in the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And you know, maybe, maybe you're never going to church. Maybe you're just listening to this and you don't know what this podcast is about, but you're interested in knowing Jesus is more personally. Or maybe you've been walking with God you're, and you've fallen away and you, and you want to make sure that you, you start walking back with him again. I encourage you uh, to say this prayer. So repeat after me. God, I know that I'm a sinner. I know that I deserve death, which are the consequences of my sin. However, I am trusting in Jesus Christ alone as my Savior, and I ask for forgiveness of my sins. I believe that his death and resurrection provided for my forgiveness and salvation. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me and giving me access to your eternal kingdom. Amen. Congratulations. You started your journey with Christ. Let me encourage you to, to find a local church and continue your discipleship with other fellow believers. If you're in the greater metropolitan area of Baltimore, I welcome you to make your church home at I-5 City, located at 681 Hollins Ferry Road in Glen Burnie, Maryland. Service times are on Sundays at 9 and 11. That's all for now. Until next time, always remember, Christ over crypto.